this is a glorious Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, this is our actually our self care episode. Did we say self self-love. love? Self love. It go hand in hand though. So, but let's get it right. Self love. Um, so we're doing that this week. Y'all have to excuse me because I don't know how to start nothing off. I just feel like you were doing so good. <laughs> I wasn't. You were. I felt like you I was crashing and burning. Was, and then you just posted your writing. I felt self love. What that means? Very awkward. So <laughs> we're getting into the self love episode now. Mind you, me and Kendall are both self love um, advocates, but we don't know. Well, we won't say we don't know much about it, but we are big. <laughs> we are beginners on yes. a self love journey. I'm a novice. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna like Kendall said, jump right in with this. Um, y'all gonna have to give me a few seconds though to find the Google Docs app. There we go. So impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, y'all know me. Okay. So the first thing I have been like learning on this self-love journey and well yeah, self-love journey. I've been learning that it's not like what I thought it was all the time and I mentioned this before in previous episodes where I was like, you know, self-love journey like a lot of people like try to put self-love as this thing where it's like, oh, you know, get you some magazines and sit in the <laughs> tub and soak for 30 minutes and do get go and get a manicure and a pedicure. Treat yourself. Like those can be self aspects of self love. Like those can show that you love yourself. But um, self love just to me is really like caring about yourself. And honestly, a lot of times self love requires discipline mm-hmm. because it's like you got to do what's good for you in the future. Like you're taking care of yourself for the future usually, and with the future in mind at least. I am so. Like, if I know, for example, that I didn't budget manicure and pedicure in for the month, then me going on and getting a manicure and a pedicure is really going, is really not showing myself self-love. It's really showing myself, yeah, yeah, (laughs) because you're going to be stressed out. You're not going to have peace. I feel like self-love is all about creating peace in your life, doing the things that will bring you the most joy for the long t- in the long term. Because a lot of times I think for me especially, I wind up doing what I want to do in that moment. Like even though I've said, you know, I don't want to do this. I want to even though I've stated like goals that I have, like oh, I want to have a house by such and such age. But if you're not budgeting, if you're not um if you're not sacrificing at this point, you're not going to be able to do what you wanted to do in the long run. And that's really going to be more, that's really going to be more damaging to you and your self-esteem, your self-love, all of that. And it's, and I think it gets harder the more you, the more times you let yourself down or the more times you don't do what's right for you, I think it gets harder and harder for you to believe that you're actually going to do the right thing for yourself the next time. Mm-hmm. And I think like, it's like a, it's a weird thing because it's like almost cyclical in a sense where you don't even trust yourself enough like and i think that's also a part of self-love self-trust having the trust having that trust to know that you will do what is best for yourself and i know like for a long time i didn't have that trust because i didn't do what was best for myself i always it would never fail like i would always do the wrong thing in almost every area of my life 
It was weird. It really took me aback when you said discipline because that also kind of goes hand in hand with everything that we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, this year as far as goals, like getting healthy, eating right, exercising, budgeting, all of that. You in order to actually do. Don't it forget screen it. time. And screen because you know you want to skip over that. <laughs> and screen time. <laughs> Gosh, wow. Um, all of that <laughs> takes discipline. You know what I mean? Like all of it takes structure and commitment and consistency. And it's easy to do this stuff mm-hmm. when it's convenient or when you you know feel like it when it's then, like january 1st right and you're planning and you have not done a thing it is easy to say oh i'm gonna do this right. i'm gonna do that and it's just it's easy to fall off oh, for yeah. instance like with screen time like i did really good with screen time and then like the very next day like mm-hmm. i <laughs> did terrible yeah like i was on the app entirely too long um, and I even try to reason with myself, like, well, this is okay because, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? If like, you just, I could yeah, do it. Yeah. Especially if you decide that you don't want to do screen right. time that much. Right. If you don't want that much screen time, then whatever you're doing, you probably, you know, the you that said, I don't want to be looking at my phone yeah. all the time is the you <laughs> that had your best interest in mind. Right. The you that's reasoning yourself out of that is the is the person that's and the right. thing like I I was listening to something and I can't even remember what it was, but it was like I can't even remember who was saying this, but they were like you know the you you it's you against yourself, yeah. like those two versions of yourself, like the pro one that really wants to do the right thing and do the best for yourself, and then the other one that doesn't make that great decisions and they were like you know it's a battle and the thing about that you that like makes the bad decisions is she been doing that for a long time like she that's her job she's been (laughs) doing it and you coming in trying to you know get out of that she gonna beat you if you don't have if you like are not really committed and are not committed to changing you have to be committed to changing who you are right and yeah, I've re- I reason myself out of so I've done so much reasoning, and it's amazing the excuses I will accept for myself. Yeah, I, I it's just I don't know that discipline is gonna be the hardest part for me because, like I said, you even when I see some results, then mm-hmm. I I go off the deep end. <laughs> right, like I, I know exactly what you mean too, because I do the same thing. Like I have some good results, and then I'll be like, oh well, you know. Then now I can fall back. Right. Or like you let your guard down, and you be like, oh well, I got you know I can you know I'm now doing I well took two steps back. Yeah, and I one step forward. <laughs> start working at it again. Right. But I don't know. I just feel like discipline is the building block of everything like you just said like if yeah. you don't have discipline it's very hard to reach any goal that you want ever unless even even if you set a goal to just sit on your behind all day <laughs> like you if you're not careful you'll set that goal and be like oh let me get a pick or do yeah. something like no real talk because like with the three-day weekend i was planning to just relax mm-hmm. and i did like i not one of the days not saturday Sunday or Monday, did I just stay home and do nothing? Mm-hmm. I found something to do. And even though 
I needed to do those things. Right. They could have been done during the week or they could have been done, you know, all on one day. But I just, you know, took away time that I need to be downtime. Now, when the week gets rolling, I'm like, I'm so tired. Right. I wish I could have just, you know, relaxed on my day off. And I could have, but I, I wasn't disciplined enough to say, no, I'm not going to do this. And prioritize and, you know, set things so where I can actually get that time done. Like, it, it's, it's really everything. It's not just things yeah. that I don't want to do, but even things that I should do, like being disciplined to do it. Yeah. Like, I always, I love reading. But if I don't set aside a time to read, that's why I like, and that's another thing that I have. Well, let me finish one thought. <laughs> move to the next. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love reading, but I have to, like, schedule time to read. It has to be something I prioritize because especially with the way my my schedule is now. Like, I go to a regular 9 to 5 job. So I have to get up a good bit early because I have to commute and all that. So if I don't get it done before work, like, a lot of stuff that that I'm going to say I'm going to do after work never gets done because I just can't, like... I, like, my brain shuts off. Even though reading should be, like, something I could do before work, it's like it never happened. Or reading should be something I could do, like, before I go to bed. It never happens, yeah. really. It's like I'll start doing some of this stuff and then get caught up and then just, like, wind up going to bed with the TV on or something. But the next thought that I had, I was going to say, I really think it's imperative when you're doing something, especially when you're starting out something new, like self-love or any goal you want to do, like banding together with somebody else. Like, for example, that's what that's where my mind was going, like with the book oh, yeah. coming. Like, or with the Bible app. Like, we do, like, I've yeah. been trying to get like a, like a habit going with reading a Bible plan every day or like yeah. something like that. But I never was able to really do that without accountability. And I think like, there shouldn't be any shame in that because I know some people are like, well, why should you have to like partner with somebody? But you got to do what you got to do. You can't yeah. worry about like why. And there's strict in numbers too because, yeah. like you said, many things come up. It might not even been that you didn't want to do it or right. didn't make time for it, but other things came up. But like when we band together to do that, then it's always someone like, hey, you didn't do this, or right. yeah. you see somebody else notification that they did, and they're like, oh yeah, let me go do that. Right now, you have like an extra pair of eyes on you. I don't think it's like something you should be ashamed of. Right, I think that you know a lot of times that's why people work in groups. That's why people do things in groups mm-hmm. so that they can work together to get them done. Things that on your own you can't do. This countless things that you have to do in a day, just being a, a normal working person right in, in the world, you know there are things that you're going to have to do. So anything that you add on and say, hey, I'm going to tag, tag somebody in to help me do this, that's only going to help you. I don't think there's shame in that. There isn't. But, you know, everybody's and, Yeah, everybody's got to everything. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, but yeah, no, but at the true. end of the day, if you're trying to do something, like, I think, and I really do, this is not, this is somewhat off topic, but I think we listen to so many things that other people say that we end up defeating ourselves before mm-hmm. we even start anything. Like, yep. you go and you look at stuff. And I'm guilty of this all the time because I will be like, okay, well, what do they think about this? What do you What do you think he would say if you did such and such? Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, you're the one who, at the end of your life, is going to be stuck with the choices that you made. And regardless of what other people thought, like, who really cares? If you, if... 
who really cares what somebody thought if it made you happy and it helped you accomplish your goals? Yeah. You're going to be the one that's sitting there wondering what could have been if you if you just had had the, you know, the faith or the or the confidence to move past what other people thought. And I think that is that's also important for self-love cuz everybody ain't going to think Everybody is not going to be on your side when you try to be when you try to exercise self love, self care. People are going to say, "Oh, you're being selfish," and that's not the case. But people are not really people. There's so many people who don't have boundaries in the world, and they think that that's the way life should be. Like, well, they're my family, so I've got to say yes to everything mm-hmm. they ask me. Or they're they're my friends, so I got to do this. I got to do that. But you really don't Sometimes have to do family anything. is the worst. Yeah. Cause they don't. Cause the thing is, like, people will get you about your family quicker. Like, well, she didn't do this. She didn't right. do that. She didn't show up. Well, everybody's got stuff that they're doing, and that's true. But also, everybody makes their own choices. I that and this is off topic again, but it relates. I saw a post. Um, I can't remember where or who posted it, but it said something about like quit asking your family members who make forty, mm-hmm. fifty, sixty thousand. Yeah, dollars I saw that. To you know, quit quit expecting them to send money and help the family. Yeah. And that is something toxic. I think especially in families of color. Mm -hmm. I know it's in black families. It's definitely in Caribbean families or families where like you know, somebody has come to Yeah, immigrant families. And they and immigrant families and Mm -hmm. you they expect you to send money. But like nobody's rich. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like nobody has this abundance of money that they can just send or use to spend. Not to say that you can't help your family, right. but it's like almost an expectation. Like, oh, you're the one who graduated from college. You're the one who got a degree. You're the one who had a job that salary. So now you're the one who's going to be taking on all the extra expenses when that's not your job. And right. it's like, yes, you may have money, but that also means you got extra bills. You know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. don't realize like, when when you when yeah. you get a degree, you gotta pay student loan. So that is an extra thing that you gotta do. Or like when you like when you're doing well for yourself, a lot of people assume that you're doing like like I know a lot of people who are poor. Like they and by poor I mean they don't really even work a job but they get disability and stuff yeah. like that. And the thing about that is this. A lot of those people are living someplace where they don't have to pay rent. Right. Their life bill is not that much. Like they only have like three bills maybe. Right. But then they want to go and try to borrow money from somebody right. who has a regular job who may be making 40000 right. which is not that much to start off with. But not, not let alone they have to pay a mortgage all or of, rent. All of their cable, bills are yeah. full price. <laughs> right. Like they have, and they have several different bills. They don't bills. get public assistance. They, don't, they right. don't get any kind of help. And then they don't have food stamps. Right. You <laughs> add on top family asking yeah. for something. Not to say that you can't help your family. Not to say that your family shouldn't be able to come to you. But right. let it be okay for the person to say, no, I don't have it. And, and I think that's where it is. And like at the conference messy. that I was, that I just thought they did like a mental health um, panel. And you know, like it was something you've, everybody's heard before. But they, the lady was like, you know, people need to start, you need to get very comfortable saying no. And then another lady backed it up and was like, yes, and no is a full, is a complete a sentence. complete sentence. Like, you don't have to say, I, no, I, I ran into some, you know, some issues this month. You ain't got to say nothing, just say no. Yourself. Like, and then, like, the thing, but I have, like, that's another thing. Family members do feel like they can ask you, well, why not? Like, then you just say, no, I said no. <laughs> Right, and that should be the end of the discussion. But 
And I think also family members do that because that's the boundary that has been set. And I feel yeah. like once you start saying no and letting that be a complete sentence, then they'll start to understand that no means no. And then you also have to be, I feel like you just have to look, you have to have some idea, like you have to know who you're dealing with, basically. If you're dealing with somebody who is always going to come to you for money after they get that money that first time, then don't give them the money the first time. Like, right. just because, or don't give them whatever it is the first time. Because it's not always money. Sometimes it's time. Hey, can you, can I borrow your car to do yeah. this and that? Can I do that? Can I do that? Can I, like, it's okay if that's what you want to do and if it is not harming you. But if you, but if they're infringing upon your, like, mental health or upon, or getting in between you and your money, <laughs> then you need to tell them <laughs> no and be fine with saying that. Because it is really, you know, ain't nobody got and nobody got time for this. Like, yeah. it's time out for foolishness. And I feel like that right there is straight up foolishness. But the next thing I wanted to know kind of was like, what do you do to show yourself love? Like, that was a question to you. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, <laughs> that goes into my question was, where, where do you start? Because I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess from my, this discussion right now, I guess self-love, if we're talking about it, how we've been talking about mm-hmm. it, just being disciplined and taking care of yourself and just caring about yourself. Yeah. Um, I will say that setting boundaries is like a big mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody who knows me knows Sunday is my day of rest. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. anybody who's close to me or anybody I'm dating or family, like, I don't do nothing on Sunday unless, you know, I choose to. And mostly that would just be probably going to the grocery store to get my food for the week. But I don't do anything on Sunday because I feel like that is my day to rest, to to get myself together for the week. I work a very stressful job where I have mm-hmm. to take on everybody's everything. Yeah. And n- no point in the day can I just be like, nope. You can't say that. You can't do that. I gotta. I'm not feeling good. Like my my needs and wants are on the back burner mm-hmm. all day. So I felt like I needed a day where I just did that. So even like down to me going to church. So my church has Saturday service. So I'm gonna go on Saturday so that Sunday could just be my my day of just like a clean slate. Like let me just get myself mm-hmm. together in order. To, otherwise, I would go crazy during the week. Otherwise, I would lose my mind, like my sanity. So I think that was like one of the things that I established. Um, like you were just saying, not telling people yes to things that you know. You don't want to do like certain family members. I don't tell. I don't. They don't even ask me for stuff. Whereas they might, you know, harass other family members for things. <laughs> they will not ask me because they already know. They'll they'll even say, "Well, I already know she's not going to do it." And it's not that I'm trying to be mean or not that I'm trying to be selfish, mm-hmm. but I already know the toxic circle that that's going to go into, mm-hmm. and I don't want to even associate myself with it. So I just separate myself from it. Um, I'm very. Um, I don't want to sound wrong, but I I don't, I'm very picky about where I go as far as like family functions and things like that, mm-hmm. because I get very overwhelmed very quickly yeah. um, with a lot of people. And one of the things that really triggers me is like when my family gets together, they start talking about my mom. My mom passed away and like some people, some people's coping mechanism is to sit and talk about you know, all the good things. Mm-hmm. And whereas I could probably tolerate that for maybe like five minutes after that, I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to talk about this no more. So me, I try to eliminate myself from those situations because, you know, I don't want to 
deal with the backlash of that. Like when I get home and now I'm like in a depressed mood or whatever. But family members, you know, take offense to that. Like, oh, you don't ever come around. You don't ever do this. Well, I'm doing what's best for me. And they might not see that. And I'll take whatever, you know, whatever backlash they throw at me. But at the end of the day, like you say, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I like, I don't, I have, like, I can, I can relate to that. Because I talk about my dad a lot. But there's certain things, like, that I don't like to talk about right. my dad about. Like, when, like, my mom, it doesn't bother her to talk about, like, the day of his, like, how he died. Yeah. Like, but that really, like, bothers me. So, a lot of times I won't, like, she, and she doesn't talk to me about it usually. Because yeah. I, I mean, because why would you? But she talks to, like, if I hear her talking on the phone, like, even that. Yeah, triggers me. So I have to like go in my room and just not be bothered with listening to her. And it's not, you know, and if you can't, I feel like people, that's another area of life where people really should respect boundaries because grieving is something very personal. Yes. Like how a person takes something, how a person deals with the loss of a loved one is something so personal to them and to their, you know, because a lot of people feel like, oh, well, you should do this, you should do that. But you know, you know what you can handle. And if you can't handle it, then don't do it. Right. And I feel like, too, why should people do that that way? Because you do it that way, like, that's really the only reason. Yes. Yeah. That's what they do. Because it makes sense for you. But that's yeah. not, that's not, that don't make sense. And then, I don't know, people, yeah, you have your own life to live. So, yeah. Well, I guess I'll um, share, like, what I do for self-love and it's basically me just working on managing the aspects of my life that have gotten out of like whack which is everything so (laughs) like money trying to be better about that and it's really like it's honestly a learning process because I think a lot of people feel like I feel like people who didn't have as much are sometimes better managers of what mm-hmm. they do have because they've had to nickel and like they've had to that's, watch everything. I feel like that's me. Like yeah. Like I'm I have PTSD. Yeah. Not that I was ever like super dirt poor, but right. I went, but you're always afraid of. Yeah, because I think and it's because also because of like the stark contrast. Because my parents separated in middle school, I went from not wanting, not needing or wanting anything mm-hmm. to being like, oh, we gotta buy like one dollar meals from Walmart. For dinner, like, so I think that stark contrast at yeah. that age yeah. is what, like, shocked me. And so, like, that stuck with me, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I, I think that's true. Like, people who are used to, like, surviving off nothing, they yeah. carry that with them. I mean, and then, and I know that's not always the case because sometimes but, yeah. when you get a hold of some money, it's right. like they go. And I'm pretty sure, like, but, if I had, like, an abundance of right. money, then yeah. I would have to have help managing my money. Right. But uh, the thing is, like, managing is a key word. Like, yeah. I've never... That's that's kind of like setting in with me about managing anything really. Like I've always thought sometimes it's like set and forget. You know, like okay, you do it one time, but it's never like one time. Everything has to be managed in life. Yeah. Like organizing stuff, even if you organize like your dresser drawer or something, you have to keep going back and re right, doing yeah. that. It's just like money. You have to keep going back, making sure that you add in stuff, making sure that you have everything that you are act, that you are spending money on in your budget. Because otherwise, if you don't put a line item in there, you're still going to spend the money, right. but your budget just going to be out of whack. And right. you're not going to be at peace with that because you're going to be, you know, you're going to forget something. You're going to 
have less money than you have bills or something like that. And that's going to be very stressful. And the same with like time, like just coming back and realizing, recalibrating and saying, okay, is this where I want to spend my time? Is this how I want to spend my time? Is this what I should be spending my time on? Do I feel like this is really a good investment of my time? Like, or should I be moving on to something? And that, and the only person that can answer that is me, of course. So it's not like I ask other people. Like, so of course I ask like, people like what you know hey like do you think i you think this is wise and i don't think i think like getting seeking like counsel or like you know like asking your friends what to do is an okay thing to do but i think sometimes we know what to do yeah and sometimes we just want a co-signer or we want somebody to talk us and talk us out of doing it and say we don't have to do that but if you know you need to do something then if you i feel like when you go to somebody you can tell what you need to do based off of your conversation with that yeah. person. Like, if you go to somebody and you know what you need to do, and they say what you need to do, and you're upset, then <laughs> you need to do it. Or if you, like, if it's not even something that's serious, but it's just something you want to do, like, kind of like, I don't know if y'all ever watched The Big Bang Theory, but they basically did a coin toss one day. Like, he said, heads... I get to do this. Tails, I have to do this. Or heads, you you get this you get this game system. Tails, you get this other game system. Yeah. And so, it they did the coin toss, and it wound up on heads, and he was disappointed. And so he's like, <laughs> okay, then I need to do that. <laughs> so it's like it it's like you really should check in with yourself instead yeah. of trying to trying to get other people to validate you because that's really what that is. Like, right. you really just want other people to say, co-sign for yeah. you and say, yo, I when think you you're going to... you ask people stuff, you want them to say what you're thinking and then mm-hmm. when they don't say that, that's me all day. Well, I yeah. I triggered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't talking to you, but... But I feel like but you it, but, it, but I... But it... Yeah. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> but yeah. We are. At me next time. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Do not worry about it. I will definitely ask you. So, yeah, I just feel like, I feel like self-love is something that you are always going to be, I mean, you're always going to be working on it because it's something you have to manage. And it's also something that's going to change throughout your years on earth. Like, you're just going to change as a person. Some of the stuff that you, that was good for you may not be so good for you when you're in a different time of your life. So, I think that everything has, I feel like, I feel like you should definitely Take the time to focus on what makes you happy, what you have to say about stuff. Because there's been some times where I'm like, I don't even know what I think about that. And I think that's an okay place to be. Yeah. But I also think that, like, I and, I've, and I really do feel like there's some people who I know that have an opinion on everything. And I don't know how they survive. Like, I don't know how you have an opinion on it. Like, my one of my, one of my cousins is like that. I'm going <laughs> to say her name. But it ain't you, Lex, if you listen to Oh, this. my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like <laughs> well it's not her. But, and it, 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 but I feel like you're trash right? okay. and I'll tell okay <laughs> no 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 please don't say hood just continue there definitely have an opinion on everything continue yeah. with that thought <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so I have a cousin who does that and it's like she has an opinion about everything. Ugh. And it's just 
And it's just, it's it's exhausting exhausting. Yes, yes. Because it's like, no matter what you say, she might be like, oh, well, that's stupid. Why did you do that? Well, you should have did this. You should have done that. And I'm just like, how can you, like, how is it that you care so much about what, and how can, like, it's times where people ask me something or they sell me something (laughs) that they did. And it's like, I don't, well, or like, like, say you say, oh, I went to the store and I got like three eggs and I'm cooking bread. Like. I don't even take information in like that as to what how I feel about that. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I, I don't. I'm not. I guess I don't receive information to to determine how I feel about it. And I think some people maybe do that. Like they 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 are always evaluating. Well, unless it's a question, I don't automatically. Like it's some stuff people tell me. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. And then I don't say that. Yeah, I don't say that unless they ask me specifically. Yeah, I've never like I will not say how I feel, or if I want to say how I feel, I usually say, "Hey, I'm feeling very strongly like <laughs> I need to tell you this, and I need it, and I know it ain't my place, but you know what yeah, what I'm gonna say." But um, I feel like you could also gauge like whether the person is willing to receive your opinion. Yeah, too. and I don't and do I that with like, everybody. Yeah, like, and I feel like you can't do that with everybody. And I also feel like someone who has an opinion on everything is clearly not trying to see if the person is receiving well, and then or too, willing like, to receive. Like, it's crazy because a lot of people have, like, a lot of people who have an opinion about people, it's like, I, I've i come to this conclusion. I really, I have an opinion about stuff and I, and I do, I'm not saying like, oh, I walk through life and I'm just always, you know, thinking yeah. about what I need to get done. But I do feel like the more you... The more energy you put into other people's lives and thinking about what they need to be doing, the less you're putting into yourself. Yeah. And that, like, I just don't see how that is helpful for you. Because also, I feel like, and I know this, I don't want to get woohoo, like, you know, like, ooh, this some spooky stuff. <laughs> but, like, you know, energy is a real thing. Yeah, it if is. You, if you vibe low like that <laughs> every day, Day in and day out. You're not... It's going to be trash surrounding you. Like, you're going to wonder why you don't get along with people. Like, you don't get along with people. Because you're... And it's really like... Even if you're not a person that believes in stuff like that... And believes that, you know, that comes back on you. Like, it's just practical. If I'm with somebody and all they're talking about is... Like... Oh, um... I don't like how you did this. I don't like how you did this. I thought that was stupid. Why don't you do this? I'm going to limit my time with them. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, who wants to be criticized day in and day out? So, you know, like when you don't have, when you wind up not having your friends that you, or not having a lot of friends, or you can't get along with anybody here or there, like, that's, that's when you need to start evaluating yourself. Like I feel like some I feel like also self love is not just cosigning whatever you do. Right. Like I like like I see a lot of stuff like, oh well if he can't take me when I do this, when I cut you know, I'm crazy. Well, honey, you need to go talk to somebody. Yeah. Cause they know man like I feel like <laughs> I feel like nobody should have to put up with toxic behavior in a relationship, man or a woman. Right. Like and low key a lot of there's a lot of toxic people. Women are people, so there's some toxic women, yeah. and there's, and there's, I'm not even gonna say like men are toxic in a different way than women are toxic, but I feel like just as many women are toxic as men. Yeah. 
And I think the closer we, the sooner we realize that and the sooner we like show our start self, start. And I think that's a part of self-love, evaluating your behaviors, looking at what you, what oh, you've done, God, evaluating yeah. your choices. Like, should I have done that? Should Not I have? a man in the mirror. <sighs> yeah. Make that change. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure after Erica Badu tried to run that man over with that car. <laughs> okay. All right. She thought about. <laughs> she thought about it instead. You know, Erica, you shouldn't have done that. Maybe I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> you think she? You think she stand by it to this I, day? I think she does. <laughs> well, she doesn't. I even, think she's. I think she does too, but she she doesn't even describe it as trying to run him over. She's she's <laughs> she's. <laughs> that's clearly. I and I feel like it just is helpful to see that because it's clear that. Everybody has some toxicity in their yeah. blood. Because clearly, she's trying to make us think that man crazy. Right. <laughs> Come on, I just want to talk. No. Honey, you Dave Chappelle to has told us, anybody who say, if a man knocks on your window... Oh, a black man knocks on your window and says, Hey, come on out. I just want to talk. Mm-mm. Do not get out of your car. Mm-mm. And he said, especially if the man on the other side of the window is him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think, that's a, I think that's a part of, like... I think we need to give ourselves space to be people, too. Right. Because I feel like, especially in the age of Twitter and... Like, um, just social media and everything. Like, where you can just say something and it ruin your life, like, instantly. Yes. Like, or it could be something you said three, four, five years ago. And people... It's almost as though they, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but, like, you, like, the last time you saw somebody was in 12th grade. So, when you think about that person, you automatically go back to them, them. Yeah. And, and you, and then you mess around and see them one day, and you're like, wow, dang, that's, she, like, I was thinking, you know, you're always thinking back to when yeah. you, like, I saw that person. And I feel like that's what the internet does. Like, the, the internet will find a tweet. People on the internet will find a tweet from six years ago. And it's like, just like the thing with Kevin Hart and Oscars, however you feel about that. But, yeah. yeah. But, like, it's the same idea. And that's happened to several different people. Oh, so yeah. Far. Cardi. Like, they'll find tweets from them. And it it's never really, they always want them to apologize for the tweet. And I don't have, I mean, I don't, I don't have no feelings about it, that. But, but also, like, how old was that person? Right. That's the thing. That like, many years ago. I get... And right. I get like they should, they should, there should be some sh- before you. I don't, I don't feel like we should just throw it away and be like, oh well, that was then, this is now. No. But at the same time, how long? Like you said, how long ago? Yeah, was that? you need to evaluate. Now, Kevin Hart, ten years ago, he was still a grown man. So yeah, yeah, maybe we need to hold him accountable. Is he still saying those things today? Then we need. To that's hold what him I. That's what I think. That's but if my somebody was thing. a child or like you know early late teens, early twenties. They not the same. Like I know I wasn't the same. Well, and then I think too. Like we need to give that. We need to give people room to grow, even when they are grown. Because right. like when you're thirty, you're not gonna be the same person when you're fifty. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> that right. you're not that's gonna true. like. It's always gonna be. And you and people's as as you people grow. as people are exposed to things, they yeah. grow and they change. Because I yeah. know like Twitter. Twitter like teaches you a lot of stuff. Like that's where you learn about like mm-hmm. different groups of people and tolerance right. and yeah and, and really truly diversity. Some people don't have never heard the terms 
in their own yeah. communities that they hear on the internet and that's how the internet is a good thing but i think when we dig this stuff up it's never to educate somebody and reform them it's always to shame them and dethrone them from wherever they are it's like oh this person is doing something good let me go back and find out <laughs> something that they said before yeah. they were famous so y'all can stop thinking that they so you know high and mighty and the thing is like two things we need to you know people always want to say well that made that's no excuse even though that was years ago time just because we were in a different time but we were in a different time too yeah and you grow as you i don't you, think it's an excuse i think it's just a fact yeah but you, people things that people recognize as illnesses now, now yeah we're not we're not even recognized right. years ago not too many years ago so you have to realize that mm-hmm. people said and and behaved and said things differently than they do now and that's just a fact not right. making an excuse not saying that no. it's okay not saying that you know we should just like you said we shouldn't just throw it away but there should be a conversation about okay this is what the person said then let's evaluate this person now see if that's what they're doing you have the option to support the person or not but i don't think it should be like a witch hunt every time somebody gets famous through their time and, that, and that's the thing to see that's, what they've that's done the wrong thing in that's the past. bothering me it's like it this has this is this is not the first time this has no. happened to countless people many people and it's like why are we even bothering to dig this stuff up the only person that i say i'm glad that happened to is bill cosby <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he just was going the i mean it was just too like that was somebody that needed to be taken down right all the way but even that i feel like that was that was way deeper than what people are doing now to right celebrities. like well first off the the thing with that was he was constantly talking down to black people and being so high mm-hmm. and mighty about mm-hmm. things. And then all of a sudden, now we find you got Quaaludes. And you, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, you want to tell us about, you want to be our moral compass? All right. And you sleeping with some people that's, that's technically, you you got some necrophiliac tendencies. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I don't know. But let's, but back to, I digress. But I really do feel like we, sh- like, it is so hard Right now, especially life on the internet is hard to be a person who is growing. You have to be very careful what you say because mm-hmm. people will come back and, and smear your face in it. And it's like, just like, and it's not, it's, and it's been that way since a long, for a long time. Now. Yeah. Not even the internet, but just like even political, political, you see it all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a flip flopper. He said that one, he yeah. said that two <laughs> years ago, and now he's saying this. And so, which is it? I mean, like, people can't change. They're, the more information you get, the more experiences you get. That's why, that's why people, that's why experiences are so valuable. Because I know, like, before I knew, like, even before I knew any gay people, I had different ideas mm-hmm. about that. Before I had friends that were gay, you know what right. I mean. Like you, like you change, and you, the more experience that you have with people, and the more exposure you get to people, you realize that okay, that's those ideas are trash. And I mean, let's be real, the ideas we get are from, are not our own. No, so they're not that's the main thing. Like, it's stuff that's passed down from yeah. Like, down so you to us. like you don't grow up. You first off, you don't even grow up knowing what gay is. Right. <laughs> like so, somebody tells that. you, and then they give you their opinion on it. Right, and or, then that's, and then like even those people, like, and that's the da- that's the craziest thing because again, everybody is always changing. Mm-hmm. So like 10, 20, 30 years ago, my mother and my father were very different people. Yeah, and they had very different ideas, and again, things were 
they were not exposed to as mm-hmm. much things. Now, like my parent, my mother especially is much different than she than you than like when she told when she first told me about gay people or when she first yeah. told me about anything. Right. So it's kind of as like, it should be like, you know, and you like should have room to grow that. Yeah. To grow. And because, that should be okay. Yeah. But it's I just don't. documented on the internet. People want to make it seem like it's a bad thing. Which is why people, I feel like... And I mean, there's some stuff that is inexcusable. Right. <laughs> but, but I feel like also, like, your every inner thought shouldn't be put onto the internet. Right. Like, why, like that's another thing. You have to be very careful about what you yeah. type with your... Like, some people, I'm just like, why would you type that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. And it's like, you know... It's different if somebody recorded you without your knowledge and you were talking and you just shooting off the cuff. Or, like, I'll even forgive people when they're in an interview situation and they say something that could be like, oh, why do you say that? Like, but when you sit and you type out something at, at yeah. in your hand, on, uh, literally on a computer, <laughs> I'm just like, why would you do that, though? Like, why would you take the time to type that and then put it out there? For the world, and especially when it's like something like in the like now, if somebody were to type something that was like against the Me Too movement or like for pro R Kelly, like at this point, yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't have no sympathy for y'all. But I'm not gonna dig up something that no. you said ten years ago no. and hold you accountable for it now, out of the blue. You know what I mean? Right, and especially like if you if you're changing. And I think that, like, I think that's the danger. Like, especially when somebody has changed, you, like, it's documented that they're, that they're not saying these things. They're not doing different, right. like, I just feel like that's so, like, that's, like, why it's are we looking for, like, why are we looking for yeah. that? Yeah, it's only, it's only to tear that person down. And that's, that's, you know, that shouldn't be the point of anything that you do. Yeah, and... And I don't know, like, it's almost like Scandal, like, at the beginning of Scandal, and, like, they do this in our, towards the end, when they're like, what do you want? Like, what do you want from that? Like, what, yeah. do you want the person to say they're sorry? Like, do you want, and I don't even think it's about the person saying they're sorry, because what the, <laughs> yeah, what's that one? I mean, people say they're sorry all the time, and don't be sorry. And don't mean it, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, I feel like. I think if people feed, feed off negativity and trauma and chaos. Mm-hmm. And disruption of peace, and I think that's all it is. I think that people see people doing good, and now it's become a trend. Like I don't know who did it first, but now it's become a trend. If you see somebody doing good, let me go and dig up something that they have done that is not good. Let me go through their Twitter all the way back to 2013 and see what they said mm-hmm. that could possibly offend somebody today. And I feel like that is just that comes out of nothing but like negativity like yeah you know what i mean if the person is doing good now no matter what they said in the past let's operate from where they are now because yeah. i don't know what they were going through back then i don't know who they were i don't know what has changed in their life from this point like there are so many then. things there are so many yeah. things that could happen there's so many factors i mean you and i feel like people don't uh and i think that's the issue like there's no and i don't want to say but there's no compassion. And I know that that, I know, I feel like part of that is because we don't have compassion for ourselves. Mm-mm. Like, you have to be able to give the same compassion. Like, I know some people who I listen to, like, their, like, not their inner thoughts, but the thoughts that they, like, express out loud. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you think that about yourself? And then it makes me concerned because I realize that what's, if they say that about themselves, 
really and truly what's stopping them from saying that about me. Like, <laughs> honestly, if you say yeah. that about yourself, like, if you really, and I know some people don't talk about their friends or don't talk about other people as bad as they talk about themselves. But I feel like on a certain level, when a person, like, when a person fails you, you do revert back to that voice that you use with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, that, of course, there are times when, and I'm not saying compassion means you have to just roll over and let them treat you any kind of way. That would be the opposite of self-love. But I do think you have to start showing yourself more compassion. Yeah. Because, like, I've dealt with people who have been, like, I've known that they are, like, you can just tell that they are not compassionate. And you wind up not having... You wind up having less of an impact. And I think some of the, a lot of people want to have an impact, positive impact, but you can't have positive impact if you're coming from a place of whatever you're coming from. I don't know what that is. (laughs) But like, if if you're operating out of like, oh, I hate myself or that was so stupid, like, why did you do that? And you're talking to yourself, then you're, like, I've literally had one of my friends tell me, oh, you're a fool for doing that, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like, do you realize, and it, and in that moment, this is how I knew I was growing in compassion, because I was like, you know what, she probably says that to herself. <laughs> like, she probably yeah. does that all the time to herself, and she doesn't realize that that's really harmful. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good for you. Oh, well, that's great. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know I I guess my thing is This is pretty much the same as always Work in progress We need to do like a check-in episode So hopefully we can get that underway Like, not a, like a check-in for all this stuff Oh yeah, that could be next week Just a rundown of all the things that we've set out to do um, We might need to take it one time We might need to do a check-in for the money And then two oh. episodes down to check us out I can tell you now. Nah. <laughs> I well, ain't, we'll, we'll, I ain't we'll, worked a bit on screen time. I went the opposite direction. But I did. I was down some percentage points, y'all, from the screen time. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been by pure accident. Well, you set down time, didn't you? You didn't set down time. Nope. Courtney. <laughs> I did not set down time. Okay. Well, I set up time. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm up at 6.30. Okay, let me get on my phone. <laughs> Wow. Clock into this job. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll say that for February then. Yeah, we need to. For down for downtime. Mm-mm. No, we can't do that. Anyway, we'll figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> well, yeah, self-love. I guess ask y'all the question, y'all selves the question that we've been asking. Like, what is self-love to you and what are you doing? Because um, I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, I, I got a, kind of a handle on what I think I'm doing, but I feel like I could be doing more. Yeah. Ugh, so much work. Oh, this is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be a better person. Jesus. Kahoot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye y'all.